Hey, what's going on, Clipper people? It is me, William the Opinion Updike. Hey, and I am still pretty positive Chuck Lockler. And we're your friendly neighborhood Clippers podcast. Just a couple of best friends and Clipper credentialed media folks to bring you locked on Clippers. But when? When Chuck finally decides to take down the Christmas tree? I mean, maybe. Uh, we're bringing it to you five days a week. You can listen to us seven in the morning. Make us your first listen. Kill some windshield time. And let's take a look at what happened against Phoenix and what is in store for the Clippers in these next couple of games. Yeah, so the Clippers lost one to the Suns. This one got really close and then just kind of fell apart in the fourth. They kind of ran out of gas. They've been having a little bit of trouble kind of getting over the hump in some of these games that they're managing to stay in. But we'll talk about what we liked from that one as well as what we didn't like. And then looking ahead to a double nooner weekend for the Clippers. Going to be very difficult. We're going to be previewing that game against the Grizzlies and then also looking ahead to the game versus the Hawks, which will be the return of Lou Williams teardrop uh and just also kind of talking about how the clippers then have another game against the nuggets on monday and just wow the tuesday, schedule actually. is so or tuesday yeah, rather, three games in a row hey i wouldn't i wouldn't be too surprised if the nba did that to us yeah back to back to back is the new thing <laughs> uh and then in shavings which is just kind of where we wrap up everything else we got a kind of update from chris haynes on the Kawhi situation yeah, yeah, yeah. it's hopefully promising but we're not sure if it's entirely new uh and also we'll talk about paul george and his continuing campaign oh, for yeah. the all-star game and also every single friday we bring you a love mary quarantine basically we're ranking something arbitrarily related to the clippers and we're either loving it or marrying it or we're quarantining it which means get it the heck away from us so all that and more coming up right about now you are locked on clippers your daily los angeles clippers podcast part of the locked on podcast network your team every day Yes, yeah, so the Clippers uh, dropped a quasi heartbreaker to the Suns um, yes. in this one. You could maybe say it was. Uh, we gotta let you know this ap- episode actually brought to you by Prize Picks. Um, shout out to Prize Picks. Do not hesitate. Check out PrizePicks.com. Use promo code NBA or uh, go to the App Store and download the app. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made right. Will, where do we want to start with this one? Oh, man. Well, this was a tough... Is it 89 to 106? But it, it was really a little closer, maybe, than this score would have indicated at sure. one point. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Uh, so uh, let's talk about what we liked. And I, I want to bring up a guy whose name I feel like we've been mentioning a little bit more. Has definitely not gotten enough shine uh, from this podcast. Hey. Uh, <laughs> and that's Justice Winslow. And this was in my mind maybe one of if not his best uh games as a clipper he didn't <laughs> score a single point this was a pat bevass game from justice winslow yeah but his fingerprint was all over this one just great defense yes. he had four rebounds two steals two blocks two assists um and you know like a couple of these steals they were huge, and like this game looks a little bit different if offensively we could have made some things happen on the fast break or in transition yes. off of some of this energy that Winslow was able to give us. So it was a little unfortunate that you know we couldn't make things happen on the other end, mm-hmm. but he was still you know getting in there doing the dirt, so to speak. And post game, you mentioned transition. Reggie said that Winslow at the five lets the team play with a lineup that they're comfortable with. It's easier for them to get out and run which is true. He was subbed out at a very pivotal moment in the fourth, which you're going to get into, which I don't, it wasn't the only thing that contributed to the Clippers losing the game, but in that moment, it really did not help the Clippers' chances of winning the game. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. We got to give a, oh yeah, Nick Batum played in this one, 17 minutes, seven boards, looked like a guy coming back. You know, good decision making. Um, 
Didn't Cre- make a field goal, but only attempted three. Yeah. Um, Got to give credit to the little sons, as I'm calling them. Uh, the sons that aren't Devin Booker and Chris Paul. Yeah. Uh, Cam Johnson had 24. Jalen Smith Team had 19. Team leading scorer. Yes. Um, Ty Lue said pregame that Chris Paul takes over fourth quarters. That's basically what happened. But we got to give a shout out to Marcus Morris, who set a season high in points. 26 of them. A lot of offense. Um was basically him watching do you know everyone else watching him do his thing yeah which was frustrating at times but when this is the version of the clippers we get you kind of have to do that sometimes he got a mismatch on chris paul at one point shot right over him drew the foul it was it was great it was great um amir coffee still playing some of the best basketball his career absolutely absolutely and i think that his continuity with this roster is is certainly starting Huge to help him because you know he's been on the bench a lot with this team you know all throughout this iteration mm-hmm. uh, and he's familiar and now he's actually getting the playing time uh, so it makes sense that he's on the upswing but you still you know you got to do the work it's great to see him do it he finished with eight two and one just great defense great hustle um, you know for the most part he could have been on either one of their star guards and like you feel very comfortable with him in that position Definitely. and I think that that is I mean that's a huge step forward for him he was just one of four from three and I think if he can just establish a little bit more consistency like in the corner man like the, you're looking at a, a pretty total package for sure. for a rotation for yeah for exactly for a guy off the bench who's going to come and give you solid minutes um he hit a transition layup which was one of the few transition points we had yeah got the and one made it that was it was a single digit game at that point um we were scrappy in the first and the third yeah you know it was well for parts of the third excuse me the first quarter the clippers didn't make a three um they had a, they scored six points in six minutes yeah they're only down one after the first there was a lot left on the table for both teams um early in this game but the clippers were getting shots up until you know they kind of ran out of gas and, and it, it just kind of failed terrence mann had eight four and four he missed two brutal free throws but he played passable defense on chris paul as a, as a bigger defender yeah, we still saw some of the decision making issues that like yeah. kind of kind of plagued him. He he did pick up an offensive foul at one point, and they were just kind of some of those drives to the rim where so he helped the Suns get into the bonus with seven minutes left in this game when yeah. it was single digits, which is brutal. Yeah, yeah, where he's kind of like going to the rim, and you know, there's a couple defenders in front of him, and he doesn't just like he doesn't quite have enough misdirections to really like. He's got make a spin that. move. He's got a spin move, but it's like you see it coming every time. <laughs> He's like a spin mile move away. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then we're going to start bridging into the what we didn't like segment. But we have to – this situation is on the cusp, as Will said, as we were taking notes for this podcast. Yeah, so look, I mean, Reggie – The purgatory of what we didn't like uh, and what we liked. Like, Reggie found some ways to create offense for this team, all right? Like, he finished with 16, 8, and 3 – um and we needed it you know like we needed sure. it it wasn't a completely terrible game but i mean it was cusp you know 16 points on 16 shots is rough he was a part of like just a, in that fourth quarter some of those empty offensive possessions yep. i think we had like three in a row and it was just like brutal oh, turnover wow, on this, the fast break yeah like, like this is over it's yeah. it's done yeah but i mean these are he hit uh, but this goes into what we didn't like, which is Reggie and Bled did not take care of the ball in any way. Yeah. And in a game like this, when you're down these guys, you can't have your you can't have two point guards have nine of the 13 turnovers. Yeah. That is absolutely killer in a game like this. Um, yeah, and Reggie acknowledged it in the postgame. 
you know, it, it wasn't anything like that. He, he blamed that. He also talked about kind of the presence in the paint, which is not really there right now. No, no, terrible. Uh, let's, let's, uh, since you touched on that, like the paint defense is just awful right now. We're, we're <laughs> yeah. giving up the second most points in the NBA in the paint per game, like 50 points a game. Uh, and you know, like, so we lost this one 52 to 28, which mm-hmm. is, you know, what our average, or a little above what our average is right now sure. for what we're giving up. Uh, and we got smoked on the second effort in this one by the Suns. Like we lost second chance points, 28 to eight. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't a particularly efficient night for the Suns um, at all, really. And, you know, they, they managed to get a win because they were able to get those second chance points. Yeah, they had and, what? An entire quarter's worth of basketball more shots than this. Yes. It's the same story we've seen a couple times. One of the reasons the paint defense isn't good is Serge Ibaka. All of the good things happened when Serge was off the floor in this game. Yeah. I mean, I'm just like, you're starting to question what it is he's doing here. Like, I, I mean, I get it's majority because we're down two centers yeah um, i mean he's our fourth center winslow's been better than him and should be our third center when everyone's healthy <laughs> yeah i mean like offensively he was efficient i guess but there's just this level of indifference i feel like it's palpable right am i alone in this not at all um the defense isn't there justin yeah. russo pointed out on twitter something that like made my brain explode which was at this point in his career or at least tonight and recently, the only pick and roll coverage Serge can play is drop. Yeah, which, which we've been getting punished in most good. of the season. Yeah, and so that really, I mean, like you're just you're everyone is scoring on him. It feels like at the rim. Yeah, Pat Beverly did it. We saw Chris Paul get like his own rebound oop, like he was playing twenty one. and Serge was out there, like, I mean, yeah, eight six and one, but he's a turnstile on the other end. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, and some of this is age, but. And his back. We can't pretend like he didn't have back surgery, which is a very real thing. But I just feel like some of it, it's some of it. There's effort. a vibe. Yeah, some of it's effort. There's a vibe. Um, we uh, Brandon Boston Jr. should not have played 20 minutes. Yeah. So like I, I guess this was another thing. Like that, some of the fourth quarter minutes were definitely interesting. Another thing, the small ball was working so well. Yeah, and the, like the no minutes for Ennis thing, like. I love that in this transitional period or whatever it is that we're in right now, right? Like house money. Roster hell. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Like it's good that Boston is getting a chance to sort of work through some of his issues as a player. You know, he's making the rookie mistakes that like, you know, rookies are going to make. And and that's fine. But like in a game like this where it actually kind of is in striking distance, you know, it's not like we're getting blown out coming into the four. I, I just think that we could do better to have some vets out there. And even if it's not Ennis, you know, like. I'm How about just it. keep Winslow? I, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. So, I, I just don't know that Boston maybe needed 20 minutes. And I think, you know, you could have probably scrubbed his fourth quarter minutes because, you know, he didn't really do anything there anyways. Yeah. The Clippers were on a great run, playing great small ball, um, which then Marcus Morris without Marcus Morris, which is why it was so great. Is it the Mook's about to come back in something like five minutes left or whatever. Six I thought we might left. even see some more Batum. Yeah, Mook's going to come back in. This is going to be great. Mook does come back in, but it's for Justice Winslow. And if it would have been for Brandon Boston, maybe things go differently. Bit of a confusing decision by Ty Lue. I'll, I mean, whatever. This is this game was a microcosm of kind of where the Clippers are at right now in this span, these last, you know, this week or so, where it it's going to be close. Like, we're going to be in every game, but the margin for error is just so small. 
Oh, absolutely. And it felt like tonight they did a lot of things to not help that margin for error. Yes. But agreed. one of the things that really jumps out to you, I think, about this Clippers team, everything laid out all on paper, is that they do, in fact, move. Uh, whatever, <laughs> man. All right. Uh, coming up, we're going to be uh, previewing the first 12:30 game uh, against the Grizzlies on Saturday and then briefly discussing the second 12:30 game and just this whole stretch of, of three games and four nights the Clippers have coming up. But first, got to give another shout-out to Prize Picks. Uh, they have the best NBA DFS prop game on the market. They offer more NBA props than any other prop operator and offer all superstar players, as well as bench guys, only recording a handful of minutes for each game. Price Picks offers any prop you can think of, uh, from yardage to touchdowns, even interceptions, points scored, steals. Uh, right now, if you use promo code NBA, you'll get a 100% instant deposit match up to 100 bucks. So that's not bad. Deposit 100, get a free 100. Use the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. You can do mixed sport entries, two to five players, and an over-under on their projections. That's it. Don't hesitate. Check out prizepicks.com and use promo code NBA or go to your app store and download the app today. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. All right, so now it's time to look ahead. We got a double preview for you as we have a weekend featuring every Clippers fan's five favorite words. Back-to-back brunch game. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we love it. We are facing the Grizzlies on Saturday. Some good news in this one. Avica Zubat's apparently going to be back. We need it. We need it really bad. No update on Luke. Maybe. Who knows? We we have no idea as of this recording. Um, what we need to do well on this one, and this is kind of a maybe a, a discussion that's also relevant to the game against the Suns, maybe stagger Mook with the bench a bit in this one. Hmm. The offensive floor for the Clippers bench, very low. Yeah. When Marcus Morris, basically when Marcus Morris is not on the floor with how the backcourt's playing right now. Yeah. It's pretty low. Um there's just going to be – we can't have droughts against this Grizzlies team. We couldn't have droughts against this Suns team, and we got them. You just got to try and make them less and less. Um, you know, I just uh, – yeah, I just think he can lift the bench's floor. Um, he's also probably going to have to guard Jaron Jackson Jr., so that kind of poses some difficulty too if you just match their minutes. Thankfully, Batum is back because he'll get some of that too, I imagine. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I don't know. I think that could help bridge some of these rough offensive stretches because we're going to need offense against this Grizzlies team. Yeah, and one thing that we could do, I mean, if we can put it together, is try to play some competent transition basketball. Yeah, man. Grizzlies are a sound team. They are bottom 10 in opponent points on the fast break per game, Okay, which is they're actually just right under us. So the team that's also given up a lot of points on the yeah. fast break. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I don't know. We've seen glimpses at times. I mean, I guess the last notable time was like that Kings game where things really came together. Yeah. Uh, but I have some hope. I have a little bit of hope. Um, I'm begging this backcourt to take care of the ball. And by this backcourt, I mean Reggie and Bled. They've had nine combined turnovers. I'm pretty sure the last two games. Um, I think we had... said nice things about them and now they want to suck. <laughs> yeah. Um, just combined for less than seven. Yeah. And I'm happy. I'm like, fine, building blocks. We'll get there. Yeah. Whatever it is. Um, and also, how do we slow down John Moran? I don't think he can. Please stop, sir. <laughs> sir, we would appreciate this. Zoo's first game back, and he has to deal with the John Morant pick and roll, which is unfortunate. But if there's anyone who's able to step up in this scenario, we know Zoo plays good pick and roll defense it's most true. of the time. Um, maybe put Terrence on him to be a bigger guy. 
Yeah. Because I'm not, it's it's going to be difficult. Yes. Speaking of difficulties, let's talk about what could go wrong. Yeah. The biggest difficulty right now facing the Clippers is our paint defense is in rough shape. Yes. And this is not a good position to be against this Grizzlies team. Look, they currently have the sixth best record in the NBA. They average the highest percentage of their field goals scored in the paint in the NBA. Okay. They take about 50% of their total made field goals in the paint. They score the fifth most points per team of of per game of any team in the league. All right. And we're allowing the second most opponent points in the paint per game. As I said earlier, we're allowing around 50 points a game in the paint. Almost like a primer defense, you know? Yeah, um, you were talking about kind of the shot profile of the Grizzlies. Oh, it's and just it's nice. Yeah, it's really good. Like fifty percent of their shots are from the paint, thirty percent from three. They get a lot of points off turnovers, and they get to the line. So, how do you think? Do we are we just hoping for? I mean, we have two bigs, which yeah. is good. We got Surgeon Zoo. So we got one big. <laughs> Love it. We got, we got one big. Um, yeah, man, it's it's gonna be interesting. Uh, they're a solid rebounding team, too. Yep. They average the most rebounds per game in the league, which, you know, isn't everything, but they do average about five more boards a game than us. Yeah. Their defensive rebounding percentage is around average, so you would think that we could try to make it count on the second effort. I like how this sounds. But hmm. they allow the third fewest second chance points in the league. Well, I think the Clippers are going to have to shoot well from three. We can't have another quarter where we don't make a three. Yeah. How about that? That'd um, be nice. Batum's still on the minutes restriction. He played around 17 versus the Suns. I hope he's kind of in that same ballpark. We're in such a weird place with this back-to-back. Well, and that's the thing, too, is like... We're a little scatterbrained right now because the schedule is absolutely insane to look at. Yeah. And you you can't pick two harder point guards to go against back-to-back, really. Steph? Sure. But even him... This these two teams right now, like the Grizzlies have like the sixth best record in the league. Yeah. Um, they're good. Or whatever it is. It's gonna they be are tough. good. And then the interesting part about the game versus the Hawks on Sunday, we're not sure who's playing kind of in either of these games. Well, yeah, you brought right? up a tomb, so I'm I'm like wondering, like, do you prioritize him in one of these games over the other? Like, do you do you You're not playing him in both? Oh, of course not, no. But do you like do you prioritize the Western Conference opponent? Do you look at what could is probably the more winnable game? You're not. Of the I don't. Two? I think I don't you're know. looking at most winnable game. Yeah. I think. I think you kind of have to because the Clippers can't pick and choose who they really try against. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah. I. I mean, I'm. I'm wondering which one they kind of punt on. Well. Because there only needs to be, like, two guys to sit right now for this Clippers team for this game to kind of be like, we're punting on this. White flag. If Marcus Morris isn't playing in one of these games. Which which I know we, he would was you active. Pref- would you prefer for him to sit out one of the two games? Oh, man. I don't know. This is what I mean. Like. I mean, it's tough, but, like. We, we got, need we, it. We got another three and four. But we need wins. Like, we're we're one game below 500. The Wolves, who were a half game up on, just got back Carl Anthony Towns and D'Angelo Russell. Yeah. Um, we're a game out of a guaranteed playoff spot. So that's what's nice, too, is that everything's jumbled up. Yeah. So that's a, that's kind of playing in the Clippers' favor. I, we just need wins, man. Like, 
That's what I'm saying. Like maybe rest people the Grizzlies game and then play everybody versus play the Hawks. versus the Hawks. I don't know because the flips. The other side is that we have the Nuggets on Tuesday. Yeah. So we have a three and four against three really good teams. Um, but we're gonna go three and zero. Oh. Are we? Which is what do you think we go? One and two. Yeah. I think it's one and two. I think, you know, depending, depending if my right knee is sore tomorrow, it might be zero and three. Yeah. What are we like sixteen and twenty seven in the last? Something around there. I can't remember. Um, uh, is that like there. since the win streak? Uh, it is 16. We've lost 16 in the last 27 games. 16 in the last 27 yeah. games. Which, not ideal. Not ideal. But I think the important thing to remember is just like a Clippers ship, this Clippers team, they move. All right, coming up. We are going to be playing a Love, Mary, Quarantine, giving you a non-update on Kawhi that is kind of being pitched as an update, as well as uh, talking to Paul George's borderline surprising amount of votes for for the all-star game but first will talk to me about shopify oh man i'd love to shopify gives entrepreneurs like myself the resources once reserved for big business always got a scheme so upstarts startups and established businesses alike can sell everywhere synchronize online in-person sales and effortlessly stay informed you know i love to stay informed you can reach customers online and across social networks with an ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps including facebook instagram tiktok pinterest and more gain insights as you grow with detailed reporting of conversion rates profit margins and beyond whoa more than a store shopify grows with you this is possibility powered by shopify so go to shopify.com slash locked on nba that's locked on nba all lowercase for a free 14 day trial and get full access to shopify's entire suite of features grow your business with shopify today go to shopify.com slash locked on nba right now shopify.com slash locked on nba now that you got your shopify set up you're probably pretty hungry oh so boy should, am i you should check out built bar built bar has so many delicious flavors there's something for everybody they have raspberry coconut cherry barcia mint brownie double chocolate salted caramel strawberry orange cookies and cream and german chocolate you know what my favorite flavor is what salted caramel why is that? Salty. <laughs> I love it. Sweet. <laughs> good, good enough for me. Good enough for me, man. Uh, if you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box where you'll get two of the nine flavors. Not only are Built Bar uh, flavors the best tasting, they're also healthy. 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only 4 to 5 grams sugar, and only 4 to 5 grams net carbs. Amazing flavors. All tasty, all healthy. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKEDON for 15% off at Built.com. Okay, so we're back with shavings, yes. which is where we wrap up everything else. Uh, Charles, tell us the big news. Yeah, so the big news from uh, Chris Haynes reported on TNT that Kawhi Leonard is ahead of schedule for his return and that the return this season is a strong possibility. Also added that the Clippers' playoff standing won't have an effect on his decision. This is all new to me. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, he also basic Kawhi himself kind of just said this at media day. Yeah, totally. Like it's kind of more of he said. I mean, like he said essentially that like the contract that he signed versus going for the one year and then coming back for the supermax was, you know, basically to to not have an incentive to not play. You know yeah, what I mean? exactly. And like he wanted it to be a possibility for himself to come back and not have to worry about like. You know, 
on a one-year deal like what's gonna, what's gonna go next? down for you sure know. um but yeah not nothing super new but it is nice to hear i like to you know remind myself of this every couple of days especially hey, now if it's haynes news on Kauai, i trust take him. it to the bank Abs- that's absolutely true only really believe chris haynes and uh yeah, you know, hope the rehab's going well. Marcus and Morris. And Dennis, if you got his number. <laughs> sure, and Dennis. Uh, Marcus Morris talked about in the post game that he, like, you know, has, thinks, like, Kawhi, like, should take his time as someone who's come back from a knee thing. He was like, you got to take your time on that. Yeah. Um, which we all want, to. Uh, yeah, don't. Just come back well, when you're 100% ready, Kawhi. And yeah, whatever it is, we're happy with it. It's difficult, too, because, like, the way, the way at least we heard about the injury, it wasn't a full tear. It was a partial tear. But they repaired it as though it was a full tear. Yeah. So I would say you probably need the same timeline. I hey, I, you're a doctor. I agree with that. Um, Paul George, third in Western Conference front court fan voting. Way to go, Clips fans. Love it. Way to freaking go. Um, will this hold? If we keep retweeting, hashtag Paul George, hashtag NBA All Star, whatever. Yeah. It is. Um, I love this. It's great. It's it's good. I feel like it's validation or some like vindication for, you know, sort of the more negative light that's been cast on Paul George. It shows it's, the narrative has changed a bit. It's unfortunate, um, you know, that UCL tear just because of like how great he really was playing. And it was I don't know how long it was bugging him, but, it, you know, in those last couple games, even and certainly game. the first game back uh it was, yeah, it, it was clear that it was still a bit of an issue. Yeah. Um, hope he's feeling up well. Xavier Moon, we also didn't mention this off top. He's in health and safety protocols. Mm-hmm. That, that, I'm so bummed out about that. Such a fun story and, like, what you hope for from this insane situation of, like, a guy coming in and earning another 10-day, and then it's just, you know, it's, effectively wiped out for the a- most part according like, to his instagram though he is asymptomatic that's great um yeah. so hopefully that stays true and he can get those ct levels up or down whichever way they're supposed to go i believe it's up okay good on as many c he'll keep those cts up <laughs> yeah those symptoms those symptoms down yeah he'll be he'll be right he'll be right as rain set a pb with the new cts you know Um, all right let's get into this love mary quarantine we do this every friday yeah we're out of a bit of a fun uh time at the end of this week might be a bit of a goofy weekend we don't know what's going to happen um we're doing love mary quarantine uh ways some of the clippers have spent their health and safety protocols Mm -hmm. the first one up we have i'm gonna go with uh luke Kennard built his own pc Uh uh-huh just seems like something luke would do and then he would come back he's a pc guy but probably and they, I think he'd come back and be like, guys, I built my own PC. And they'd be like, okay, great. Does it light up? Yeah. <laughs> do you have a cool light in the back of it? Um, I think that's what Luke Kennard did. What else do we got on this list? Uh, Avisa Zubot's Diorama Shoebox. Oh, so, okay. Hey, I'm not mad at that. I like what this one sounds like. Zoo, you know, he's a big man. He gets really into doing miniatures. As a uh, bit? It, well, no, in his time. He's, you know, creating little model scenes from his favorite movies, et cetera. He does them all in, like, empty uh, Paul George shoeboxes. And he gives them as he gives them as gifts to teammates, and people are really proud of him. It's like it's really good work. Yeah, but where do you put something like that? <laughs> <A shoe laughs> where, where do you hang it up? I got a scene from The Raven, <laughs> one of his favorite films. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, right. side note, like I once a year, I'm like, man, modeling's really cool. Maybe I could get into that. No. And then 
I look at honestly just kind of the cost of things, it's, and then you still have to paint it all yourself. And yeah, I'm no. like, yeah, I don't think this is for me. I just go the ultimate child route and just I just go Legos. Yeah, that's fair. It's the easiest way. Um, third option, Ty Lu just stuck up there in Toronto. Just ordered poutine from every place that had poutine in Toronto. Okay. Uh, had it delivered safely, obviously. Dropped outside the door. Tried it and then made a blog called Canadian Lutine, where it's him, you know, writing around 1,500 words about each uh, each poutine he tried. Nice. Maybe. I got an all one for you. Okay. Ty Lu's Bruce. Trapped oh. With, trapped with nothing but his mind. Ty Lu gets hyped on brewing Lou his Molson? own beer. <laughs> he gets hyped on brewing his own beer. Uh, he gets the whole team excited about it. They can't wait to try it. But he doesn't realize quite how long fermentation takes and how quickly he'd be out of protocol. So he just puts a bunch of Michelob in different bottles. Okay. Which, side note, is kind of like the La Pubelle lager. If you're, uh, if, if you're an L.A. person. If you're, a tra- if you're a trashy L.A. person, you know just what we're talking about. Um, all right. I'm, go- I'm loving uh, Avica Zubat's uh, diorama shoebox. Okay. Everyone listening to this probably made too many dioramas growing up. When were you ever going to have to do that again? Um, and I love the idea of, you know, big man, small model. Yeah. That's a fun time. Yeah. I feel like, you know, he's, his touch has improved a lot. I, th- I feel, you know, maybe he could I'm be, be thinking, good with the paintbrush. I'm also thinking he's making all this from stuff that he finds around his place. <laughs> he's like making the diorama. <laughs> you know okay. what I mean? Yeah. Um, I'm marrying Ty Lue's brews. Okay. I would drink a, a Ty Lue brew. Yeah. I'd probably... I don't know if I'd know it was a Michelob, but I would know that he didn't brew it. And I would go, <laughs> of course. I would look at him right in the eyes while I was drinking. I would go, this is great, Ty. <laughs> you really did it on you this really, one. You really did it to him. Um, I'm going to quarantine the build his own PC thing because I don't want to, I don't want him to tell, I don't want Kennard to tell the team, you know, hey, I built this PC. It's got a really good hard drive. And then they're like, great. And then his confidence is a little shaky because he's shooting the, Piss out of the ball right now. Yeah, as Pat Bev would say. Yeah. Um. So that that's what I'm going with. Uh. I'm also gonna. I'm I'm gonna quarantine Canard building his own PC. It's not as fun as the other ones. Um. I just think. I just think he should just have a regular gaming system if that's what he's into, or less time on the computer, more time on the court. <laughs> what are you sixty five? <laughs> Gonna hurt his eyes. Everybody's on their phones now. <laughs> yeah, all right. What are you loving and marrying? Um, I'm co-loving uh, Canadian Lutine and Tyloo's Brews. Okay. Uh, I feel like these things go hand in hand. Well, this could go well. on Tyloo's travel show that we talked about. <laughs> yes. Uh, and so you're marrying Zoo's shoes. Yeah, Vita Zubat's diorama shoebox. That's a fun time. Zoo's got some good. He's got the diorama shoebox. He's got wine in a box. There's a Vita Zubat's. Yeah. Right. Zoo right. locks, Zoo which locks. needs oh, to yeah. happen. Sure. Um, all right, we, we have to get out of here. Um, we hope everyone has a wonderful weekend. Yes. Stay optimistic. You know, don't let whatever may happen this weekend or what happened in that Suns game dictate, you know, your, your vibe and all that good stuff. Let's don't forget safe. to set your alarm also. Oh, yeah, because it is at 1230. Are you asleep at 1230? (laughs) I mean, on a Saturday. (laughs) All right. Anyway. What did I do the day before? (laughs) I don't know. What's on the docket? Uh, Monday's episode, recap of the Clippers back-to-back weekend. The Freshies, hopefully some kind of Luke Kennard progress report. He'll mean that he's out of health and safety protocols. A Terrence Mann VORP watch, um, of course. Mondays are, are a fun time here on Locked on Clips. We're coming at you every single day. Will, where could someone listen to our podcast every single weekday? Uh, You can check us out on 
Apple Podcasts or the podcast app yep. on your mobile device. We're also on Google Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on Stitcher. We're on Deezer. We're on Amazon Music. You can always tell your smart speaker to play Locked on Clippers. It works. We're also on a Pog Pods. But Is you that got a, a uh, Passion Orange Guava? Close. No, you just got to slam the play button down. Oh, gotcha. From a Pog heads out there. Gotcha. Yeah. There's another. There's multiple Pogs. Well, there's the fun cardboard discs. There's, there's also a delicious juice that I believe hails from Hawaii. <laughs> there's also a longer acronym for that, but that's a different podcast. All right, we're getting out of here. <laughs> I have been positive, Chuck Mockler. And I am William, the opinion Updike. And as always, we appreciate you. <laughs>